You're listening to Special Ish on Radio Wolfgang. This was just a sidelight thing. It started in the ni- early 1990s where my colleagues were analyzing killers, some of the worst guys you can imagine. These were, these were serial killers and, you know, real hatchet jobs. And these guys were coming in during the penalty phases of their trial because they wanted to have somebody say, a psychiatrist, look at the PET scan and say, ah, oh, you got some organic brain disorder, so we'll go easy on you because the devil made you do it, the devil being some sort of brain lesion. And so they had them, and I was looking at these maybe one or two a year for years, and I didn't even care. It's, it was one of many things because I study schizophrenia and depression, bipolar drug abuse, all sorts of things. And, you know, I'm a neuroanatomist by really by by training. And that's my computer game. It's always been. I look for patterns. So uh, I never was really looking for a pattern because there wasn't enough killers to, to really form a pattern. But then in, uh, in 2005, uh, I was handed a whole bunch of, of brain scans of, of murders. There's nothing more destructive to the metaphysical fabric that binds us in the untimely murder of one human being by another. <laughs> And that year, I, I told I told them, I said, look, if you're going to send me scans, send me normals, send me things to confuse me. Send me not just killers, send me schizophrenics and people with depression. And I'll look at them. Well, when I did that, and I had a pile, I was looking at like 70 uh, brain scans, the pattern jumped out. I said, oh, my God, there's really a pattern. And, and it, you know, impulsive murderers look one way. But the you know ones that many of whom were psychopaths, they had a, a pattern, even though they may have other damage because they were drug abused or hit over the head by their uncle when they were kids. You know, they had different kinds of brain damage, but they all had a core problem. And that was that uh, core of the social brain, the limbic system, which was turned off. In, in all the psychopaths. I was looking at those and it was exciting because I said, nobody's really ever come up with this pattern before and I kind of stumbled onto it. So I started talking about it to kind of vet the idea, the theory that here's, here is the brain uh, connection pattern that's off in psychopaths. And the end of that year... We happened to be doing another study that had nothing to do with psychopaths. And this was a study on Alzheimer's disease. We're looking at the genes that made one susceptible. And so we're doing PET scans and we were doing the genetic analysis. And we had finished the study in terms of all the Alzheimer's uh, patients. But we needed more normals fast to finish the study and write the paper. So I got my family. I said, let's get my family in. And I did that because my wife's family is loaded with Alzheimer's, but and she herself has doesn't show any signs of it at all. It didn't. And so I said, look, I'll have my family come in. And so we did that. And uh, at the end, I was brought all these scans of, you know, my family. And the technician said, here, take a look at here they are. And I looked at them and I, and I went through quickly because I can see the patterns because I've seen thousands of these scans and I know normal from grossly abnormal. And I was really happy because I'm going through and they all look normal. And I got to the last one and I, and I, I didn't know who it was because we had tape over the names as, as we always do. And it was absolutely pathological. And I brought in the technicians. I said, 
I said, you got this mixed up with the murder group, with the psychopath group. Cause, and I said, first of all, it's like a perfect pattern of like the worst kind of psychopathy. And, and second of all, there's somebody walking around who's a, probably a dangerous person in society. And we had to find out what it is. So he checked. And they said, no, that's somebody in your family. So I had to pull back. And, and I pulled back the label covering the name. And of course, it, it was me. You know, about a year later, all our genetics came back, and it was the same thing. So the whole, you know, it was very happy to see that uh, uh, everybody's genetics was going through looked like an average percentage of high and low aggression, high low violence, and in terms of anxiety and empathy, everybody looked like a mix and normal. And I got to the last one, and this last one had all of these alleles for very high aggression and violence. And also for very low kind of, you know, the emotional empathy, which is that warm, fuzzy stuff that you like in a mate, in a, in a parent, in a, in a friend, uh, and, and almost none. And, and when I then broke the code, I then had to break the code again because there's somebody who had all these uh, things associated with very bad behavior. And again, it was me. I came into all of this. I was I was like the poster child for genetics controlling everything to my colleagues, right? And at the end of this, by the time of 2009, I had to eat crow. I was clearly wrong about this. And I, you know, scientists hate to be wrong. And if you're a narcissist like I am, you really hate to be wrong. But it was like staring me in the face. And so uh, I, 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 you know, I just had to admit it. I would have tried to lie my way out of it, but it was so clearly an error. But then the whole field of epigenetics kind of opened up in the past few years, which is exactly how early environment interacts with genes. My mother, who's 99, still alive, she claims it was because I was brought up Catholic and in a, you know, in a good family. I was Catholic boy of the year when I was like 13 or 14 in New York. And, uh, and, but it was really, uh, I, I, when I looked around, I looked at old pictures of my family and realized what it was all about because the genes I had were also the ones, although they would have made me susceptible, were also, if you're treated well, uh, protect you from the ultimate uh, criminal behavior. And of course, I looked at my mother and my aunts and my whole family, and they were so so positive and had insight that I was a kid that could get in trouble. And so they steered my whole life a certain way, gently, and I think it was because of that. I was just treated really well, and uh, and that probably did it. So I now, I don't laugh so much uh, when people say, you know, it really takes a family of nurturing and all this. I, I take it quite seriously now. So I've been shown to be wrong, but in, in, in a couple of curious ways. Need more science? Of course you do. Head over to RadioWolfgang.com to find out more about becoming a member and downloading our app, which allows you full access to all the episodes of Science-ish. 